Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Let me talk about this video that I watched this morning. And it's a horrific video and it's been released by Animal Rights Group this week. And it shows a terrifying moment where a terrier pit bull mixed dog ran into a church parking lot and attacked a little five-year-old girl as she was walking with her two, well, it seems to be her parents. They seem, I believe they're coming from a church in Colorado Springs. Um, and she's kind of dressed in her Sunday best and she's a lovely, cute little child. And all of a sudden this dog just comes from nowhere and... It's bizarre to watch the dog. He runs straight past the man, straight past the mother, well, it seems to be the father and the mother, straight past the two of them, and straight and attacks the child because the child is small. And obviously dogs will do something like that. They will, they're not going to attack somebody they don't, they don't believe they're going to get away with. So he attacks the child, uh, latches onto the child's arm. People start coming running from everywhere. It takes about six people, maybe it seems to be about six people, uh, two or three of them reasonably strong-looking men as well, to try and detach the dog from the child while the child is screaming. Lucky it missed the child's face. The child has suffered severe injuries, uh, puncture wounds to her right arm and biceps. So there'll be life-changing injuries, but thankfully she's okay. She was hospitalised. Now, if we look at the hospitalizations over the last um, 10 years, well, up to the end of 2016 for 10 years, um, we can clearly see that dog bites have gone up. Hospitalizations have gone up. Uh, they're now at, uh, this is now, in the United States, we, we take, and I'm using United States figures because obviously it's a larger sample size. We don't have figures in this country per se in relation to, say, just dog bites and hospitalizations through dog bites. Uh, in the United States alone, 370,000 people were injured by dog bites. 872,000 uh, in a period of 10 years were, were um, hospitalized. That figure jumped, should I say, that's a one-year figure to 2016. In 2010, the figure was half that. And yet the dog population hasn't really increased. So for some reason, dogs, or maybe their owners, are becoming less responsible, but dogs are becoming more dangerous, I suppose is the, the answer. When we talk about deaths by dogs, this is what we have to look at. Now, in Ireland, of course, we have a dangerous uh, dogs list. The breeds on that list are the English Bull Terrier, Staffordshire Bull Terrier, American Pit Bull Terrier, Rottweiler, German Shepherd, Doberman, Rhodesian uh, Ridgeback, uh, Japanese Akita, Bull Mastaff, Japanese Tosa, uh, Bandog, and other crossbreeds of these dogs. And all those dogs, you must have a muzzle on them at all time, and you must have a lead on them at all time, and you must be over 16 to have them out in public. But they tie in, pardon me, <coughs> with statistics around the world on deaths by dangerous dogs. And the statistics from the United States, again, from the CDC, and these are the latest statistics. And I'm going to go from, I'm going to do it in reverse here, which ties in with the dogs that we have banned. Uh, in, at number 10, it almost sounds like the charts, doesn't it? 56 people died in the United States that died by Labradors. 61 by Chow. 64 by Boxers. Japanese Akita, 70. Huskies, 83 people died. Uh, Wolf Hybrid, I don't think we have many of them in this country, 85. Bull Mastiffs. Uh, 111 German Shepherds 113 Rottweiler predictably quite high at 535 that's at number 2 but number 1 now remember Rottweiler is the next highest right at 535 people have died number 1 Pitbull type breeds that includes all of them 3,397 people died in one country a large country I'll admit it but 3,397 people died. The majority of whom are people, or young people under the age of 16. 
a lot of children would have died in homes. Could be the family pet, it could be the next door neighbour's dog. But if you look at that figure, pit bull type breeds, 3,397 versus Rottweiler, which is the next dangerous breed, or should I say dangerous to humans, 535. That's a massive jump. Every other breed is down below the 500s. Uh, and I said the lowest I have on this list here, but it does go lower. I can mention loads of lower breeds, but there's no point. Labrador as a number 10 of 56. So when you take Labrador at 56, which is a big enough dog, even a husky or an Akita you consider reasonably dangerous, 70, 3,397 people died. Now, there's an argument there that, yes, a lot of the owners of these dogs are irresponsible people. Absolutely. I'm not going to stereotype all the owners of these dogs. Some of the owners of these dogs love their dogs and care for their dogs. But anytime, generally speaking, I see one of these dogs... On the other end of the lead is a scumbag. Usually a bloke, aged about 20 years of age, and it's an extension of his manhood. But the problem we have is, and I know everyone's going to do the same thing, Noel, it's not the breed, it's the deed. I, I understand all of that. I do get all of that. But are they family pets? Because a little chihuahua bites your child. Because all dogs are equally unpredictable. Equally unpredictable. When we look at the hospitalizations, most of those hospitalizations probably are not just due to pit bulls, but all dogs. Collies actually are the most likely to bite you. But all dogs are unpredictable and bite. So your little Chihuahua or your Terrier or whatever it is, or your little Jack Russell bites you. The chances are the child will end up with a couple of stitches. At worst, if your Staffordshire Pit Bull Terrier bites you or bites your child, particularly a very young child, it's probably game over. So why would you want one in your home? I don't get it. I don't understand us why people would want to do that. Put their own passion for a dog breed ahead of the safety of their own children. So the question has to be asked. Why would any parent want, you know, with young children, want a breed that's considered to be dangerous? All 10 of those dogs, with the exception of the ones in the lower bracket, I suppose, the box of the chair with the Labrador. But when you look at the top five, for example... Pitbulls, Rottweilers, German Shepherds, Wolf Hybrids. I don't think we have any of them. Huskies or Akitas. Why would you want a dog like that when you know, statistically, they are more likely to kill you? I'm not saying they will, but they're more likely to. Why would you want one? I don't get it. Maybe you can, somebody can explain this to me. And the question I'm really asking is, is it irresponsible? Is it irresponsible of parents to get a dog like that if they have children? John, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, John? I'll good no thanks. Go ahead. Um, yeah, listening to your conversation, there we'll save the top ten dangerous breeds. Um, you could have an argument for all the breeds, but there's only one that would worry me, and that's the pit bull. And I suppose the reason why now is because at the end of the day, if they latch on to you, they won't let go. Well, every and that's, almost that's every video we see online of people being attacked and killed or, or being badly injured by dogs. You'll see it on the Mail Online every now and again. There was a village in the UK last year. There was six pit bulls ran around uh, biting everybody. They're always these type of breeds. Staffordshire pit bull terriers, particularly, I suppose, in Ireland and England because they would be the, the dog of choice. But in other countries, different types of pit bull breeds or mixes. It is. And this is the problem, you see. When they latch on to you, they won't let go. You can hit them with a barrel. You can hit them with a stick. They won't let go. And that is the difference between the other breeds. 
Whatever is in well, it's, a dog. it's not just that they won't let go. They're, they're powerful dogs. They have very powerful jaws and uh, very wide mean, jaws. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're so powerful you can hit them with an iron bar and they will not let go. Probably the only way that you can get them, I suppose, free is to try and choke them, really. Well, I think that's and in this video that's online today, uh, there's like six people holding the dog while the dog is holding onto this little child's arm. The child is swinging from the dog, right? And you can see yeah. them all pulling at the dog's jaws, choking the dog, anything to try and get the dog off the yeah, child. Yeah, And it took it's six people to get a dog off a child. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. That that breed is just, it's it's so dangerous. Like, how do you take the chance? Whatever about the other breeds, like German Shepherds can be great walking dogs and things like that. But pit bulls, like, at the end of the day, you like, what do they do for society? Do you know what I mean? Well, they're pets. They're family pets. Well, for some people, they're family pets. I personally wouldn't want one. But that's what I'm saying. Like, outside of that, they're not walking dogs. I don't think they do anything of value to society as such. Mm-hmm. Like, even Rottweilers now can be fabulous gar dogs or whatever, pit bulls. Like, they are extremely dangerous. And to have one, I don't know, it's... You're, you're taking a huge risk. And as you just shown there, the stats are there to prove it. Well, they and are. Well, well, they, but this is it. But I, I, I read out those stats. But I know people will come on this show today and argue. And I know idiots will WhatsApp in pictures of their children sitting on a bed with their head lying on a pit bull. And I know, or a Staffordshire pit bull, or Staffy as they call them. And I know people will do that. But I, and any, they will. Yeah, and they anybody will. who does that, anybody who puts a little baby on a bed, resting its head on a Staffy, you're an irresponsible parent. You are, because you're taking a chance. Of course you are. The dog might be loved and has come from a loving environment. See, the problem is, is it's their capabilities, and they are capable of causing fierce damage, and that's where it goes wrong. And you just don't take a chance, ever. And people do, and they get away with it, but then when you don't, you, things just go dramatically wrong. And, like, as you said about the video there, like, there's no going back. No. No, there's no And unfortunately, back. they're the dog that will get... So what about that? There was a story there we covered last year where a woman uh, had just come home from hospital after giving birth to her child and her and her husband were sitting in bed and they had the baby on the bed and they were going and gone with a new baby. Oh, I remember that. And yeah. the dog was sitting on the bed. The family pet who they loved for years was sitting on the bed beside them as well. And the mother coughed and the dog got a fright and bit the child on the head. Child was dead. Yeah, I remember that. That was a tragedy. And you see, like at the end of the day, every dog is an animal. But it's just what worries me is just what an animal is capable of. And the pit bulls, they're just too powerful. Their jaws are too powerful. Like you couldn't take the chance. I couldn't do it anyway. People do. But and especially there when you see their highest on the list by a mile. No, and there is, a, there is also the crazy. argument statistically too that a lot of these dogs are owned by scumbags. Now, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying they're always owned by scumbags, but generally speaking, the scumbag, this is the dog of choice, which is not the dog's fault. But in saying that, that that's, that's only part of the problem. The problem is, as you rightly put down, the dog is quite as powerful dog. Well, it is part of okay. the problem. It's a hard man image. If you're walking down the street and you have a couple of them dogs, one in each hand, you know there's no one going to come near you. You know, there's a bit of a hard man image. But again... Hard man image or not, they're just, they're too powerful, the dog. Peter, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Peter? How's it going, Niall? Uh, did you see this video, Peter? Oh, my goodness. What a shock. It's horrific, isn't it? Yeah. And the poor, and, but you know what's, what I found shocking about it? You can see the dog running 
from about, yeah. you know, I don't know, five or 600 yards away. He obviously got off the lead on somebody or whatever, right? Yeah. And the dog makes a beeline through the two adults yeah. straight for the child. Yeah. You know, so and he... You know, you the, the, the dog went for the child's arm. So well, I, me, well, I don't know. I think the, the fact the child moved her head back maybe avoided yeah. getting her face. Yeah, it could have been going for her neck or face. I don't know. It's hard to tell, but, you know, but he got her on the bicep. Now, thankfully, yeah. the child is okay, but, you know, she's she's going to be in a bad way. She's got puncture oh, wounds. You know what I mean? And the, the horrific, um, the fear of dogs for the rest of her life. Every time she sees a dog, she frees. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I honestly think that that dog was in training and was probably being trained to attack someone's arm when they were going for someone. You ever see them dog suits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And if the dog, if it was the baby moved and the dog was, was going for the head, I can't clearly see that. But because it lands on the dog, on the on the baby's arm, I think that dog could have been getting trained as an attack dog, um, and it's been exposed to that. Now, in saying that, I'm a hundred percent with you that the dogs are dangerous, and if you if you're going to go out and buy a pit bull, you better make sure that you put every precaution you can in place that that pit bull is is never left on its own with children or it's never your kids are never in a predicament where it's just them and the dog I'd, like, I'd never do that with any dog let alone a pit bull but I mean you're, you're I mean I'm looking at the top 30 here and greyhounds don't even appear on it by the way I'm just saying that because I know you keep greyhounds they don't even yeah, appear on the list I bring them out muzzled and um, there's more chance of them attacking a small dog thinking it's a rabbit than anything else but I make sure they're muzzled and I take all the precautions because I know I know the, the strengths and the weaknesses of the dog that I care for. I know if I go out into a park, I can't just let my greyhound off because if it sees a little Yorkshire Terrier, any dog that's small that, that would look like the little dummy that goes around in the track, my greyhounds are going to attack that. So I can't just go out irresponsibly without my dogs on a lead, without them having a muzzle on them. I can't just go out to a, a doggy park where everyone walks their dogs because I know what my dogs are capable of doing. But yeah, but your dog but your dog is not on the list of what they call dangerous breeds in this country, by the way. Um, yeah. I, so the list is on the in this country is English Bull Terrier, Staffordshire Bull Terrier, or Staffy as they're better known, uh, American Pit Bull Terrier, uh, Rottweiler, German Shepherd, Alsa, or better known as an Alsatian, Doberman, Rhodesian Ridgeback, Japanese, Japanese Akita, Bull Mastiff, and Japanese Tosa and Bandog, uh, and other cross breeds of these breeds. Um, so they're That's the so so here's well here's the question right if, if we know statistically that these dogs yeah. are more dangerous. Dangerous by the fact that not that they're more unpredictable or not that they're more likely to bite, but when they do bite because they're either big dogs like Rhodesian Ridgebacks or Japanese Akitas or German Shepherds or they're powerful dogs like Staffies or English Bull Terriers so they have powerful jaws, that they're more likely to do more damage. That's that's the way we base that statistic, right? So yeah. why would you want to have one when you have children? I don't get it, Peter. Peter, you know, I understand you're a greyhound. You're into greyhound racing and you look after your greyhounds and they're kept outside, I think. I don't know how, where you keep your greyhounds, I have a clue. But I'm assuming you wouldn't, like with any dog, you wouldn't put your greyhound on the bed and put your child lying on top of it as a baby. No. Well, any animal, I wouldn't do that, especially an animal like a pit bull that has the, the power to crunch a bone in seconds. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm trying to say to you, I know what breed of dog I have. I know what, what way to care for that dog. I know the do's and don'ts of that dog. The same way that someone, anybody that goes out to buy a pit bull, a staff, 
or any of these dogs that are on the most dangerous list, they should know the responsibility that they have when they purchase one of these dogs or when they get one of these dogs is that they're, they're, they can't get away from it. I know people will get in and say it's how you treat the dog. Nah, no, no, but no. Fat breeding has a lot to do with it as well. Do you know was the father a fighter? Was the mother a fighter? You know. But I mean, so, when you when you look at, at the top ten uh, in the United States, obviously because we've got figures for that, right? We don't have figures in Ireland, mm-hmm. and thankfully we haven't had many deaths by dogs. We've had a few in the last couple of years, but not that many, right? But when you look at the top ten of lists of people who have died at the hands of or the the mouths of dogs, right? Rottweiler is number two at five hundred and thirty-five, which is quite a lot of people for one country, although it's a big population, right? But mm-hmm. then then Pipple type breeds, which includes, you know, your English pit bull terrier, your Staffordshire bull terrier, your American pit bull terrier, 3,397. Yeah, I mean, what a difference. So, I mean, so essentially, in the top 10, the pit bull type breeds are responsible for more deaths than every other breed added together. Janie Mac. Well, that's, that goes to show you. You know? Now, I, as I said, you know, the pit bull gets a bad name and a lot of that is to do with the owners because the owners... Of not all of the owners of these dogs, but many of the owners of these dogs are, you know, Mr. Macho, who wants us an extension of his manhood and walks around like a scumbag with a dog on a lead with no muzzle on it. And I see it on a regular basis. But that still doesn't take away from the fact that the dog is quite powerful. Exactly. But I know of people that spend a lot of money on these dogs and bring them to shows and get the rosettes and they show their dogs. And they would do anything and they care the greatest for the dogs and they're responsible. They know what the dogs are capable of doing. They don't expose them to anything that would harm people. And I know people that keep them right. But you are right that there's more people out there that keep them wrong. That, you know, with their jackets and their, you know, the, mm. the story and they walk around like it's an extension of their manhood. Well, even on WhatsApp now, I'm getting messages. People sending in pictures of their staffies because I'm having a go with staffies, obviously. Um, sitting on the bed or sitting on the sofa with a baby sitting beside it. And yeah. people who are sending those photographs and you're idiots. You're absolute yeah. idiots. Stay there, Peter. I, I want to talk to you uh, after the break. Uh, I want to go to Pamela, um, who has, by the way, has a pit bull, or should not a pit bull, an English bull terrier. Um, but by default doesn't trust it and I think by the way everybody should feel like that Noel, as much as I agree with you I actually agree with you 100% the larger the dog the more powerful the bigger the chance that children or someone that bites is going to get badly hurt or killed but uh, in the fact I think I believe um, smaller dogs especially Jack Russell's um, anything like that more prone to biting children and there's a larger case of them attacking children with a smaller dog it's just the cases they're not killed or maimed badly so it wouldn't be reported as so if I'm not mistaken sorry no you're not mistaken you're actually 100% right um, they're probably less responsible for you know your random bites because people would be aware that dogs are dangerous and probably keep them on a lead more uh, particularly smaller dogs little chihuahuas and terriers and actually the, as I mentioned already the most common dog to bite a person would be a collie actually have the highest random bite rate but in saying that you're right again in what you said they're less likely to hurt somebody you might get a bit of a bruise or a couple of stitches if a little dog bites you if a staffy bites you you're in trouble how are you doing, Noel? Yeah, just listening to that story about the young girl being mauled. Um, America is a totally different country to us. It's, it's, it's an animal of a country out on its own. So look who's running it. The orange, the orange man. Um, we, just, we just can't they put muzzles on these big dogs. That child wouldn't have been touched if that dog had a muzzle on it. That's as simple as, you know, 
That's the solution to the problem, I think. Just muzzle all big dogs. End of story. And if they're out on the road without the muzzle on them, let the police shoot them. Cheers, Morris. Yeah, well, Morris, that is the law currently as we stand at the moment. If you own any of these dogs on that list, you are meant to have the dog muzzled. And Pamela, I'm going to come to you straight away, but I just need to uh, let Peter just wants to mention something before I go for him. Sorry, Peter. Yeah, no, just um, on next Wednesday, the 26th of February, um, I'm hosting a talk in Mulhuddard Community Centre um, regarding drug addiction, suicide, uh, bereavement and all that. So if any of the listeners out there want to attend, Okay. Um, next Wednesday, the twenty sixth in Mulhuddard Community Centre. So that's at eight o'clock. Oh, so the so the day again next Wednesday in Mulhuddard Community Centre at eight o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and for all those people who listen to you on a regular basis on the air, Peter, I'm sure you'd you'd be a great inspiration for other people who might be in a position that you were in many years ago. Yeah. All right, listen, much, all right, Peter, no problem at all. Let me go to Pamela. Pamela, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Pamela? Hi, Niall. How's it going? It's um, first time calling, so... Oh, well, thanks is. very much indeed. And I, I'm just like talking to your mate, Pamela. <laughs> Great. So, now, you, you, you have, have, a, you have an, English bull, an English bulldog. Yeah, I think that's what he is. He, we, we just know him as a staff. Um, right. Now, I'm, I'm going to contradict myself here automatically, but I don't trust him. I, I have this dog through no fault of my own. Um, I was in a, a controlling relationship and... He bought the dog against my wishes. And, and you, and you were left with the dog. And I was left with it. He wouldn't take the dog. Right. Um, I was told to open the side gate and let the dog run out. Oh, right. But you wouldn't Which do that, of course. I no. wouldn't do that no. because I wouldn't have great love for, for any dogs or any anything like that. But I, my fear would be not even that he would bite somebody, but he'd run out onto the road and probably the family in a car would be killed. He'd run through in front of the car, whatever. Um, but I, I don't trust him. Um, now my children, I have four children and the older children absolutely idolise the dog but through a pane of glass. He's not allowed in the house. I will only bring him in in, in the winter to sleep in the house when I have a baby gate because I have a one-year-old and the children have to be up either on the stairs or upstairs and I will then bring the dog in for the night and then when we get up in the morning I come down and let the dog back out because I don't trust him. I, so I, you don't. I, so with the respect, you don't really want the dog. No, I don't know. But, but how old is the dog? How old is the dog now? I'm waiting for the dog to die, and that's God. God forgive okay. me. That's the truth. He's nine. Right. Okay. Um, and have you tried to get it to, to rehome him, or have you tried? I, have you tried throwing an I, ad to see maybe I, somebody wants him? Look, I did originally, um, and um, nobody wanted him. And then the pounds were like, you know, you don't actually need. It's your dog. It's your responsibility. They wouldn't take on board. It would be hard to rehome a nine-year-old dog. It, it, it would, yeah. Well, yeah. at the time, he wasn't nine. He was four. Right, oh, okay. Um, but the pound wouldn't take him. Nobody would take him. Um, and and does, he show, does he show signs of aggression? Is he an aggressive dog? He doesn't. And you see, my children be like, ma'am, he wouldn't ever do anything. And my theory is, you don't, you, you just you don't, don't know. know. No, of course you don't. And I mean, it's like... It's like anything. I don't know if you remember the story of, of a teacher up the north who brought, I think it was a husky. She decided to bring the husky into the school to show the children at the end of the year. And she'd been talking about her dog all year to the children in the classroom. And she brought the dog and the dog panicked. And I don't know what happened when all the children come out for, for coming, coming out of school and coming home time. The dog attacked the child. The child lived. Mm. But, I mean, I have had numerous arguments with my children's local school. I won't name the school. But when I'm going to select my kids in school, for some strange reason, Omadons and idiots decide to bring their dogs to the school to collect children. And you're talking about 
any type of dog, big dogs, small dogs, ones that fit in your handbag. They bring these dogs and you have five and six hundred children coming out of school. Uh, so, yeah, what they're doing is killing two birds at one stone, doing the dog walking and collecting the children at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. I totally don't. I, I just don't agree with it. Mm. I got one particular I an incident that happened to myself. I got caught in somebody's dog lead when I was nine months pregnant and I fell to the ground and the your woman said to me, watch me ble- bleeding dog. Right, she was more concerned about her dog than the pregnant woman she just knocked over. Yeah, yeah, and I, I've, I've complained to the principal on several occasions that, I mean, a dog... Do you like, could, by the way, do you like dogs, Pamela? Generally? I, 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 I don't dislike them, but... Okay, I, you tolerate I, them. Is that, would yeah. that be a good word? And by the yeah. way, it's okay to admit that. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not judging you for that. I'm just, because some people just don't like dogs and that's it. They're yeah, not dog people. I don't like them. I just find they're a huge responsibility. And I have four children already. I don't need an added responsibility. Of course, yeah. You know. Um, and this was this was put upon you. So, you. I mean, it's not something you uh, you wanted. Yeah. yeah no, I guess, I guess. If, if, if there's somebody was, was trying to get into my premises or was trying to... And break into my house. My dog would lick that person to death. He's not. He doesn't come across in any way as aggressive. But I still don't, don't trust, trust him. Well, no, I, that's a good place to start, by the way, because I don't think anybody should trust any dog no, uh, because dogs no. are unpredictable. That's They're but the, but the problem is with the dog you have as well as being unpredictable like every other dog, it's a little bit more powerful, so it does request some more responsibility. But do me a favour, just stay there, because I want to go to Rory as well before Can I, I just finish. say one more thing? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Thank you. Um, basically, this business of the, the, the other chap that was speaking there, he sounds like a nice guy and all that jazz, but um, he was saying that he can't understand why they don't put muzzles on them. But if you need to put a muzzle on on anything, on, on that's... that's that's they, it should be called danger. They shouldn't be called muzzles. Like why would? Why I know the very fact that you feel you need to muzzle your own dog suggests that your dog is quite, probably quite unpredictable and dangerous. Rory, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Rory? Not too bad. Not too bad. Rory, okay. Now we, the original story. Just remind people what I'm talking about. This video yeah, that's yeah. gone online and it's on the, the Daily Mail today. This little child coming out of church with her mum and dad in, in the United States. And this dog, um, it, it looks like a staffy, but now it's, they just said it, it, that it's a mixed pit bull type breed, right? But it clearly looks like a staffy. He goes milling across the car park, passes the, the two adults straight for the child and grabs it by the arm. Takes about six people to remove the dog from the child. Oh, the dog. It's, it's horrible. It sounds yeah. horrible. Like. Yeah. I, I, I haven't actually seen it, so I couldn't tell you. I, I breed staffs and a show staffs. And yeah. I, I can't say it, so I can't tell you yeah. exactly what it was. It's horrible. Absolutely horrible. Like. Okay, but but by your own admission, I'm sure Rory, you will admit they're capable of doing a lot of. A hundred percent, same way. I'm, I tell you, I'm six foot two and over a hundred kilo. I'm capable of killing people, but I don't do that either. You know. Yeah, but this is the thing: you're more dangerous than I am. I'm only five foot seven and probably not <laughs> exactly. for that, and not that exactly. intimidating. So, totally. so we're both nice people. But if we cracked, you're capable of doing more damage than I am. Totally, totally, I, I, I totally understand that, and that's that's the way I'm going to come from. I'm going to come from a good opinion on it. Well, I think anyway. So, like, it's, I suppose the staff has the potential to kill somebody, but the staff also has the potential to cuddle the life out of you, you know? We do have Absolutely. them around the kids, babies, children, everything. And they've never, and I mean, I was right around them. I was right around staffs and pit bulls. We understand pit bulls are a bit more temperamental in a bad way. But um, staffs, like, yeah, I've never, I've, I've never heard of a staff attacking somebody that I know. You know, and I think the other, the other my argument to it is as well, you see the muzzle. The whole having a muzzle on it now. I bring a muzzle with my dogs all the time, but I'm not going to put a muzzle around them out. Because if, the thing yeah, is, but if you, if, so are you telling me that when you go out to bring your dog for a walk, your staffy, 
that yeah. y- you wouldn't have a muzzle on the dog? No, I'll always have a muzzle with them. I'll always well, have the a muzzle. muzzle I'm not asking. No, I'm not asking you that, Rory. Would you have it on the dog? It's no good. I wouldn't your put it around the dog's mouth. No, I would but, never put it around the dog's mouth. But that's illegal. And well, I can tell you. Well, I can tell you what. It's actually, I don't think it is actually legal because of all well, the lines with the police over it. Well, it is. It is according, okay. to, according to the law. You must be okay. over sixteen. The dog must be muzzled in a public place and kept on a special leash. Which is well, I, I have them. On, I have them on special leashes. I always have muzzles on them. But my argument to it is, I've had dogs attack my dogs while the muzzles were on them, and my dogs couldn't do anything. My dogs are defenseless. And I've had, when I say dogs, I mean Yorkshire Terriers. I've had poodles. I've had the smallest of dogs attack my dogs. Jack Russell's. Does it, I walk my dogs, and there's more Jack Russell's running the streets than anywhere else. And but, I've but, had them attack my dog. You know. Yeah, but, but let me let's be clear. If a poodle comes over and attacks your staffy. You give give the dog a boot up the hole and it's gone, right? But if your if your staffy didn't have a muzzle and took one bite of the poodle, the poodle is it's, it's over, game over. Well, the thing about <laughs> you know? poodle is if you look into a poodle's if you look into a poodle's bite, come from an opinion from someone who does breed dogs and stuff, a poodle's bite is nearly as dangerous as a staff's bite. Ah, stop! Would and you? that's uh, I, no. I'm not. Well, I know it sounds crazy, but no, look it, into well, it. well, it is crazy, boy. Because I'm looking here. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the stats of the thirty top uh, dogs that kill people or do the most amount of damage. Right, poodle is not even on the list. Right, so you know we. we I read out the top five to you there a few minutes. But I read. No, totally, totally. I understand that. I mean, when we look, I mean is, and we look at when we look at the deaths by dogs. Right, pit bull type breeds or staffies and and pit bull mixes and stuff. All those kind of mixed breeds of pit bulls and staffies. Three thousand three hundred ninety-seven in one country dead. Now the probably ne- America. Yeah, would it, it, is. Be it, it, America? Is, it is America. Of course, it is. And the totally. next and the next top dog would be Rottweiler, right? At five hundred thirty-five, which is a big jump. So what yeah. I'm saying is, even when you add all thirty up and add, add the rest of the breeds all together, it still doesn't make the amount that staffs, or should I say, that pit bull type breeds have killed. I understand that. I do understand that. But coming from someone who does breed them and show them, like we showed them, we're registered with the kennel club. I'm 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 only twenty six myself. My father's sixty, and he's had them since he's been fifteen. Since he's fifteen, and we've had them a whole lives. Never had a problem with them. They're the best. And, dogs I, and, I'm, and I'm glad you've never. They're known as the granny. See, they're known as the granny dog. They're known as the granny dog. The nanny, nanny dog. Well, the granny dog. Yeah. Okay. Same thing. Yeah, okay, so, but that still doesn't make a to, difference. But I mean, if I look at, if you look over the last three or four years and we've talked about it and videos have circulated online of last year there was one in a small village in Gloucestershire or somewhere where this guy had six of them, he was a breeder. They got off the lead and they terrorised the whole village and about 17 people were bitten by them, right? And yeah. then there was another video online there during the year again where a, mother, a woman was attacked by two of them. Uh, she was badly injured. Uh, a child was killed in America. We talked about that one on the air as well. I mean, they're always, it's always the same breed. Always the same breed. So, you know, I mean, I understand that there's circumstances around these situations. They shouldn't have got off the lead. The owner shouldn't have had them on the bed with a baby. All those kind of things. There's circumstances. But the point of the matter is the dog is capable of killing because they're strong dogs. Yeah. No, I, t- I do agree with that. I always have agreed with that. But it's like anyone, you know, if you train, if you train a dog a certain way, a dog will never be bad. Okay, well, but, stay, well, but stay there for a second because I want to go to Hazel as well. Because Hazel, yeah, yeah. Uh, stay with me, Rory. Hazel, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Hazel? Hi, how are you? Uh, you also own a, a Staffy. Yes, I grew up with Staffies and I've had two myself. Right. Um, I have two young children as well, age seven and ten. So they've always been around Staffordshire Bull Terriers. Um, I can't speak for other dogs because I don't know other dogs. I don't know American pit bull terriers and that sort of thing. But I can speak for Staffordshire bull terriers. 
Um, they are the nanny dog. So originally, before pit bull terriers were around, the, the Staffordshire bull terriers were, it's in their breed standard to be called the nanny dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means that... They're they protective. To, they're protective of yeah. children. Um, you know, there was never any issue with Staffordshire bull terriers going back in history. Um, so, they're, they're, as I say, I wouldn't actually have any other dog around my... Well, when you mind. say there's never any problem going back in history, if you look at the CD statistics over the last 30 yeah, years, them, over the last 30 years... other breeds. You're grouping other breeds, like American pit bull terriers, American... Exactly, and I agree. They're different dogs. They're not the same. So, Staffordshire bull terrier, like... I'll speak for my dogs and the dogs that I know because my, my niece is sitting here in the car with me. We're parked up um, and she also is a terrier. Um, they are the nanny dogs. They are amazing with children. I'm not, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not saying they're not and yours are not. And by the way, I don't, I don't want to make well. this sound like I'm having a personal pop at people who have staffies, right? Yeah. But, 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 I, but I don't, what I don't understand is here is a dog, a staffie, right? That by, let's, let's all be honest with each other here, Hazel and Rory. They're a powerful dog. They have very powerful jaws. They're very muscular. They're very strong. Um, and like every single dog, every dog is unpredictable. Every dog. Yes. I and don't care how much you or how well oh, you know your dogs, Hazel. 100%. They're unpredictable. 100%. So, and I, if your dog bites one of your children, it's not like getting yeah. a bite off a chihuahua. Well, that may be the case. But my first of all, I would never trust any dog 100% with any child. Okay? They're an animal. Okay, so we're talking about animals here. We're not talking, and, and uh, let's face it, there's some human beings that can't be trusted around children either, but they're an animal and no dog should be 100% unsupervised around children. That's my first point. Second point is, Staffordshire Bull Terriers, I don't believe in this group classification of them because that's every sort of crossbred uh, dog. My dog comes from Sham- Champion uh, Breeds. Uh, it's a it's a female dog I have before I had a male and the two of them were absolutely I, I mean I, I when I say I couldn't have any other dog I really couldn't because when I came to getting a new dog and after my old dog died I couldn't actually pick another breed because I know the loyalty I know the love that they give and that's why people have them and mm. um, so I, I just don't I, I can't speak for other dogs. I know but they do they, the problem is and I say to both they do have a bad reputation and the reputation is not just because of the breed it's because of the people who own them now I'm not suggesting for a minute I'm nor am I judging you Hazel or Rory but when you walk around and you see these scobies and scumbags it does seem to be the dog of choice ask any vet I tell you ask any vet if there's any vets listening and ask them what dog least bites them when they go because they always Oh, no, I know. No, no. By the way, I've I've admitted that at the start of the show. The most likely dog to bite is a collie, by the way. Right? That's statistically the most dog most likely to bite you. But it's less likely to do you serious injuries. Yeah. And and similarly, like uh, a six-foot human is more likely to do if they're, they're, you know, whatever their their environment is, like they could damage it more than a a smaller person. And and, and that's the analogy I gave. I mean, Hazel, if you were to be beaten up by me or Rory, I'm sure you'd rather be beaten up by me because I'm five foot seven, Rory's six foot two, and built like a brick, you know what. Fair point, (laughs) but I believe, particularly with the Staffordshire Bull Terriers, as I say, I can only speak for the Staffies. Um, With with them, because the risk, if you're saying a slight risk of them being stronger than other dogs, versus if you look at the statistics... There isn't isn't a slight risk of them being stronger than other dogs. They are stronger. 
how many staffies in the UK have actually attacked. I think there was one incident since 2013. They were voted last year. There wasn't one incident in 2013. There was, we spoke about numerous incidents in the UK over the last two years. So there was a major incident last year where six of them got loose in a village and bit 17 people. There was not, they were not Staffordshire Bull They were Terriers. Staffordshire Bull Terriers. Okay. I remember talking about it. We had a reporter on from the UK at the time. Yeah, well, they were voted the number one dog in the UK. They're the most popular dog in the UK in a population of 60 million people. Um, so out of them, how many have dogs? And why are they pop? Why do you think they're popular? Because, yes, people like you like them, and that's fair enough. But they're also popular amongst a certain class of people who want an extension to their manhood. Well, that okay, I can't argue with that, but I'm obviously not one of those people. No, so obviously I'm, not. Yeah. And I'm not suggesting Rory is either, yeah, because Rory no, breeds them, no, right. But I'm just no. saying... But that, that, this is possibly why some of the uh, dogs have gotten into situations because of bad owners. Um, I, I don't know. And I'm, I'm not denying that either. And I've agreed yeah. with that from the start of the show, that there are bad owners that unfortunately bring these dogs up very badly and bring them up aggressively, right? But the problem is, it still comes back to every dog, let's just say, for example, is equally unpredictable. Let's just be fair to every dog. So they're equally unpredictable. But if, the, if any other dog bites you, or most other dogs bite you, they're less likely to do serious harm. The problem is that a Staffy or a Pitbull or a Pitbull-type breed have very powerful jaws, and they're going to do a lot of damage if they bite. That's the problem. Of course. However, we're still... The, the, the incidence of Staffies actually biting people is extremely rare, okay? It's not and extremely, it's not extremely it rare. It's completely down to the owners. Would, would you okay? mean, you're, you're saying things that are not true. It's not extremely rare. Sorry, Rory, you want to say something to, to Hazel? Yeah, like, I, kind of, I, I disagree with what you say to a certain extent with that because, like, how, how can I explain it? Sorry, I'm just lost for words with it. Basically, look, look the, dogs, the dogs that you're thinking are biting people aren't staffs. And yeah. I can guarantee that from a professional opinion on it, mm-hmm. that pit bulls, they're not staffs. Well, well then why? Well, then why? Jack okay, well, why have the Irish government and the councils in this country put uh, the breeds that are considered to be the most dangerous uh, and must be muzzled, must have a special lead, and also must be only handled by a person over 16? English Bull Terrier, Staffordshire Bull Terrier, American Pit Bull Terrier. Why are those three top of their list? Yeah, because it's. Just because they wanted to, just because it looks good? It's not, no, it's not, but you, 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 the both of you, with the greatest respect to you, you sound like lovely people, I'm sure you love your dogs and you look after them, but you're being delusional if you think they just make up a list for the crap. I don't think I'm being delusional. No, you're being delusional because the list is made up based on statistics. Okay, I get that statistics, yeah. but that's because pro- there's probably more staff and more, like, I get it with what you were saying earlier on on the radio about... There is a lot of scumbags who have them, and they do put a bad name on the dog. And I can tell you personally, I remember walking my dogs down. I'm from Cabra, and I was walking down O'Devany, and one of the lads had a big staff from O'Devany. He had the staff out, and the staff was loose, and it was going around attacking everything and anything. I had my dog with me, and what was, what was the first thing that happened? That dog went straight for my dog. I had to hit that dog a boot to get that dog away from my dog. So I get it. I get it that there's a lot. But like I said earlier, it's like a bad person, you know? But see, you said earlier on as well that you've got young kids, Rory, yeah? No, I've nieces and nephews. I've nieces and nephews. And, and would you, you're not one of these people now who'll put a picture up online. Not a chance. Of the dog on the bed and so, a little baby, like a six months old, with his head on the dog's belly asleep or no, something no. like that. A dog is a dog. Like, I'd never, I'd, like any dog, I'd never leave a dog in the room with the kids alone. I'd never do it. But that would be like no. the same as any dog. Yeah, sorry, Hazel. Niall, can I just make one more point as well? Does no vets association agree with the breed-specific legislation in this country as well? 
So if you contact, so like, as I say, I just feel that Staffies are being muddied into this mix of a conversation about dangerous breeds and so on. And I think it's very unfair to lump them in there. I don't think due diligence has been done on actually classification of, of the animals. And if you can check that, that no no vet association would support uh, Staffordshire Bull Terriers being included in that legislation. Okay so, okay, so in the text coming in, a staff killed a child in a house in England about two years ago. Now, it was a family pet. Uh, I do remember that because I remember talking about it on the show at the time. And it was a Staffordshire. And another person says, uh, what's wrong? What's wrong is uh, the mix of Staffy breed with other breeds and not pure breeds. When you uh, put a breeding strain of other dogs and breed... Uh, uh, it's unpredictable. I get all that, Adrian. I get all that. But the point is, they're they're on the list for a reason. They're all on the list for a reason. And, you know, when you look at the stats, and we don't have the same stats as they would have in America because we don't have a population or a sample size big enough. But when you look at the stats, and you can clearly see, you know, that certain breeds are a lot higher than others, it leads us to believe that those dogs, if they go AWOL, are more dangerous. Now, let me go to Dara. Let me, lads, stay there, please, and ladies, if you want to. Dara, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Dara? Oh, sorry. Oh, did I turn you off? No, you should be there, Dara. Dara, are you there? Oh, sorry, I don't know why you weren't there. Go ahead. Um, no, I think, just listening to what Hazel and Rory are saying, Hazel has kind of roasted his glasses on her, obviously, because she thinks her dog is the best dog, and her dog can never harm anybody. Um, Rory sounds like a fellow who makes guns, saying that guns don't pe- kill people, humans do. He's a pretty good <laughs> of these dogs. Oh, well, well, no, well, 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 hang, hang on, Rory, let him finish, let him finish. Go ahead, like, yeah. He's breeding them and selling them. So obviously he's going to defend them. No, I'm not breeding them and selling them, actually. I'm actually not breeding them and selling them. So what, I believe in making money off No, I believe in keeping the bloodline going. Okay, so you're giving them away like uh, That's a ridiculous thing to say. I don't breed dogs to sell them. I breed dogs to keep the bloodline going. You give them away for free? No, I don't give them away for free. I give them to friends. Well, then you sell them. And friends breed them. No, 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 no. I don't sell them. I give them to friends. The pedigree of my dog... Is unbelievable. I've travelled. I've travelled around the world. I've travelled. You know, I only travelled recently to Wales to breed one of my dogs now. And I can tell you, do you have dogs? Do you actually have? Okay, dogs? Well, 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 I want to get to the point. Okay, I want to get to the point that Dara's making. Okay, so you okay to, to, get, to recap again? You're saying how Hazel's looking at with rose tinted glasses because her dog is the best dog in the world, and Rory uh, obviously has skin in the game. Is basically what you're saying, right? So yeah, go on, exactly. go on, Dara. Yeah, I mean, like I have two dogs myself. One is a collie, and the other is little Jack Russell. I wouldn't leave them alone in a room with kids. So Hazel's saying about, you know, Staffies are nanny dogs. I do agree with Rory what he says. You don't leave a dog alone in a room with small children. And any time, any dog. Yes, I agree. You know, and every dog has the potential to be a bad dog, whether it's a a Jack Russell or whether it's whatever. Staffordshire's, pit bulls, all the various crosses. The, The reason they're all restricted breeds is because they're incredibly muscular dogs. And they became very popular with, as you say, scumbags. And so they all walk around. You see them walking around with their staffy or their pit bull or their cross of whatever it is. And that's why they're all restricted and they all have to wear muzzles, even though Rory doesn't think they have to. Yeah, Rory keeps them in his pocket. No, no, no. It's not that I don't believe that. I wouldn't say that now. I believe there's a place for a muzzle. But what I'm trying to say is I have a muzzle around the necks of the dogs. They're always okay. on, the muscles are always on them. On their neck, it's not much use them. on their neck, is it really? Just, yeah, well, yeah. the thing is, if I see a group, if I see any group of people coming towards me, I walk, I, I walk my dogs either early in the morning or late at night. 
right? And I never, I'd, there wouldn't be loads of people around. If I seen somewhere in a park, if I was in a park, I'd have a muzzle on them. And I'd also never let me dog off the lead. Okay, but, okay, but, so Dara, you, you had a situation yourself, Dara, where yeah. you had yeah. to release a dog from a person. No, no, it was actually my Your dad. dad, sorry, your dad. No, my dad was Garda, and going back to the 70s, he's retired now. Uh, basically, it was a, uh, a staffy kind of pit bull breed. It was, it was a cross... A cross breed of some description, yeah. That okay. had attacked somebody, attacked a grown man, and basically the dog had died, but its jaws were still locked. Now, I know there's no difference between the jaws of a staffy. They don't actually have locked jaws. No, that's, that's a bit of an urban say. myth, yeah. They just have incredibly muscular jaws. Yeah. So what my dad had to do was actually, back in the days when Gardy had battened, he had to basically smash the dead dog's jaw with the baton to open its mouth to release this guy's arm from the... Well, he was a teenager. Yeah. To release his arm from the dog so they could bring him to the hospital. So, I mean, that shows the power that the dog has. Oh, you they're know, extremely... There's, there's, no, the there's no no one going to deny that. Anybody anybody who's an owner yeah. denies that is delusional. They're very strong dogs. No, definitely. They're the dog version of an alligator or a crocodile in terms of jaw strength. Mm-hmm. You know. but the thing is, your your the experience you had with that was in the seventies. A long time ago, and like you said, it's a cross between a pit bull. So, so the it's pit, not exactly a staff, you know. This one, okay, this but is, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, stop, lads, Jay, you know, Rory, Rory, Rory. You can't keep defending Rory. So you know, I mean, the, I mean, by your own admission, Rory, you know, that you're conscious of the fact that your dog is more powerful. So stop defending it all the time. Nobody's having to go with you personally no, no, or your no, dog no. personally. Is it all taken away no, personal? No, We're talking no, facts here. Exactly. And so, can I ask you a question then, Roy? Yeah. How many how many staff attacks have there been in Ireland? I don't. We don't have the figures. In or, exactly. What do you mean exactly? We don't have the figures. We never bothered. We don't bother to check because, thankfully, we're a small country with a small population, because. and you know, we thankfully don't have too many dog attacks where people die. Now we do have bites every now and again, but like in the last four or five years, I can only remember two deaths by dogs. In the last four or five years, there's only been two. So thankfully, we don't have that situation. But I don't want it to get to that situation. No, and and no, I, all no, I said no, at the start no. of the show is, why would somebody want to own a dog which is capable of killing somebody? Capable, I don't say will, but capable. If you had children, why would you want that? Because you need to see the other side of the dog. The ah, people, stop. Like the the dog is not as important them. as the child. Well, it's not. That's a silly thing. Of course, Jesus, Jesus Christ, that's that's a ridiculous thing to say. The people are more important. But the thing is, the dog. If you actually see the dog for what it is, anyone who I know who owns a staff, now I'm not talking about these scumbags that people are saying, I hate seeing that, and that destroys me every time I see them, because you ruin the dogs, you know, they're training them to kill, they're training them to fight, they're training them to do horrible things. But, if you see the dog for what it is, there's plenty of videos on YouTube, on Instagram, on anyway, of an actual staff and what they do, and how ha- how harmful they really are, and very the comments harmful, you know, like... The dogs are a great dog. They're a brilliant dog. And I can, and I can guarantee you that I'm all... This is not an infomercial, but, but Rory, this is not an infomercial for staffies because that's that's what you're starting to sound like. No, well, no, well, I'm not. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just defending the staff. I, think that's I know you are. Right. Because you're, well, well, I, I wouldn't expect well, you yeah, to defend dog, at the, That dog that attacked that girl there while you were on the news, that dog doesn't look like a staff at all. It looks too long to be a staff. It looks like a pit bull. It looks way too big. Uh, well, no, I did say the start. Okay, it said it said the terrier bull mix is what they, what they call yeah, it yeah. in the news. Okay. That looks like a pit bull to me. Yeah. I'm going to be very honest. The pit bull would be a lot more. Well, slim they, yeah, lot but more. yeah, but the point is, and nobody's saying that dog is an aggressive dog. Unfortunately, something happened there. Whatever reason the dog did that, nobody knows, or nobody never know where the dog did it. Um, the point is, those type of dogs and your staffies have a very similar jaw strength. You know, the pressure pound per pound, whatever way they weigh it or work it out. The point is, they have powerful jaws. 
A mate of mine has a staffy. It's a beautiful dog. It's a grey staffy. I don't know what if it's a different. A blue staffy. Yeah, blue. They're kind of grey colour. Yeah. Yeah, they're okay. blue. They're not. They're and, not staff. They're, they're, actually, the, they're actually not pedigree. The width of his jaw is incredible when you look at how wide his jaw is and the bite power. What my mate does, he lives in Newcastle, and what he does is he has this thing with two loops on it. And the dog grabs one end and he grabs the other. And he lifts the dog and he showed me he can lift it up and the dog hangs onto it. Yeah. And he can swing that around. That dog will not let go. They have hugely powerful jaws. So to, to say that they don't or there's a difference because that one happened to be a terrier bull mix, I'm only talking about the fact that these... They have a crazy strong jaw. I, talk, yeah. I understand that. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay well, well, let, me, let me stay there for a second. Let me go to, uh, if I can, before the break, let me just go to Anne as well. Anne, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Anne? How are you doing, Um I cannot understand those people. Now, I have two dogs. I have a uh, Jack Russell and I have a small uh, Chihuahua. Now, where I live, which is a billetin uh, neighbourhood where there's a lot of babies, um, there is one person in particular, and it takes two of them to hold the dog to bring it out for a walk. Now, if that dog, I don't trust my dogs. And, and what, what, sort of jo- what sort of dog does this friend or neighbour have? A big, a big, um, oh God, Stafford, is it? A staff, a, 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 yeah. Are you sure it's a staff here? You just two people yeah. having to walk a staff. They must be two very, very, very small people. Yeah, well, well my, no, my no. six-year-old niece walks one of my staff. No, the, no, no, no. My big staff. If one of those, how big is the dog? How big is the dog? Would you say? Oh, he's big. He's big. Nice. No, I mean, how big? big? Would, it, would it be up to your hips? Would it be up to your chest? How big is the dog? He'd be. He'd be as big as like um, an Alsatian. Oh well, then it's not a staff. That's definitely not a. It wouldn't be a pit bull or a staff. No, probably a bull mastiff. Oh yeah, it could be a bull mastiff or maybe a Rottweiler, for that matter. Right. You know. But the, the the point is, right? He's not muffled. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now you have toddlers. If that dog, for some reason, for whatever reason, got away from them, that child, that if it bit that child, it would treat it like a rag doll, a rag doll. So I don't care what these people are saying about their dogs. Those dogs have an extremely aggressive nature. It's the birth of the dog. Yes, I agree. You can make a dog very cross or you can make a a dog very timid. But not having a muzzle on them is not right. Okay, okay. Well, well, do me a favor. I have to take a break. Actually, um, do you want to continue with this, Alina? Okay, all right. We have to wrap it up. Thank you very much indeed, Anne, and thank you to Dara and Rory for staying on for so long as well. By the way, to all the idiots who are sending in photographs of their staffies on beds, or, you know, I've one here of a picture of a staffie with a little baby, and the baby is actually in the staffie's bed, asleep with the staffie. You're off your head. You should be locked up for being stupid. Absolutely. How are you doing, Niall? I have an American bull staffie, Every time I take the dog for a walk, I have a harness, of a muzzle. They're banned. As often people give me queer looks, all right. I have a licence, I have everything covered. But it is all with the breeding. It's all about the person caring for the dog and how the dog is brought up. I've had American Bull Staffordshire nearly four years. No bites, no nothing, and there never will be. Yeah, well, they're banned in some countries, aren't they? As far as well, they're banned in most states in America now at this stage. For the ban for a good reason. Hi, Noel. Regarding the collies being the top bite in the world, that's because of its instinct, its natural instinct to nip. That's how they herd sheep. Oh, right, okay. Thanks for sharing that with me. I didn't know that, but now I know. But yeah, when I said the top bite, they don't do the most amount of damage. They just bite. They have more. They bite more people than any other dog. It is funny. Listen to you driving up Infirmary Road. 
there are two what I can only describe as scumbags walking along with these bull type dogs and one of them lets the dog poop on the path up near the Phoenix Park where children will be going in and out with absolutely no care or thought for anybody else. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.